0: you're listening to big things done podcast turning ideas into action Well, welcome to episode number two of Big Things Done Podcast. I'm Andrew Glover, your host. And today I want to talk about a mentality that affects not only you personally, but also organizations in being able to accomplish your big thing. And the whole idea is that hope is not your strategy. But before we dive deeper into that content, uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome, thanks for joining us. I highly encourage you to check out episode number one where we kind of lay the groundwork for why this podcast exists and what you can expect to walk away from by listening. Also, don't forget to check out our website, Bigthingsdonepodcast.com. Uh, you can find a little bit more about me, my bio, uh, and also some other resources on there as well. Well, if you're like me, You've probably been in a situation or an organization or a meeting where you had a great idea or something big you wanted to go do, or an organization had something that they wanted to go accomplish, but it never really got done, right? People talked about, oh, this is such a great thing we should go do. This is a great process we should improve. Or yeah, I want to go lose weight or I want to make myself better. But then we never end up really accomplishing it. Have you ever been in that situation? Well, I want to share with you an experience that I had that really brought this to light and really changed the way that I think about approaching big things. And I think it's going to help you not only both on a personal level, but also as a leader or as a part of a team trying to accomplish something really big. So I want to take you back to a really hot July morning at about nine o'clock where I was sitting in the briefing room, giving my daily status update to our maintenance group leadership as a officer in the Air Force, my aircraft maintenance unit, we were in charge of about 10 B-2 aircraft and every morning I was expected to give a status update to my leadership about how the aircraft were positioned to be able to execute the flying schedule that day. Uh, Typically on a normal day, we would fly about two to three times a day and we would fly multiple jets during each one of those sessions. So our flying operations continued from the very early morning all the way through to the evening sometimes. And it was always a struggle to try to take the aircraft that had flown the previous day and get them fixed overnight so that they could fly for the next day as well. And so the morning briefing was really just to recap what happened last night and what was going on this morning and how was the day going to look. And on this morning, we had had a particularly bad night. Pretty much all of our aircraft had broke the night before. And it was going to be a real struggle to try to make the flying schedule for our aircraft for that day. And I remember telling my colonel when I got to one of my aircraft that was really broke, I remember telling him, well, we hope to have the aircraft ready to go by the afternoon session. And I just kept on briefing and went on to the next aircraft and he stopped me mid-sentence and he said, Lieutenant, what do you mean you hope the aircraft are going to be ready to go? And I kind of looked at him dumbfounded, wasn't really sure what else I needed to explain And after a moment of really awkward silence that was probably only five seconds, but felt like a half hour, he said, don't tell me you have a hope. Tell me you have a plan. Hope is not a military strategy. Do you understand that, Lieutenant? And I remember looking at him and saying, yes, sir, I understand. (laughs) But it kind of went in one ear and out the other. And it wasn't until years later that I finally understood the significance of what he was trying to tell me. You know, hope is kind of an interesting word and we use it a lot, but I don't think we really understand the implications of what we're saying when we say hope. You know, oftentimes we use the word hope before we're about to go embark on something big, right? And and something kind of uncertain, maybe something we've never done before. We might say, well, I hope I can lose weight before the wedding, or I hope I can get an A this semester, or I hope I can improve my sales this year. You know, we use hope often when we're about to go do something big but there's a really big mentality lurking behind the word hope that I think really trips us up and keeps us from going and accomplishing something big. So let's break that down for a second. When we say, I hope, what we're really saying is that we don't have any control on the situation. When we say, I hope, we're saying that there's really nothing we can do to alter the situation and really everything is out of my control. You're deflecting the responsibility of the outcome away from you and really just leaving it up to chance. And we like to do that, especially when we're about to embark on something big that's really uncertain and we have no idea what the outcome's gonna be right? Because we want to release ourselves of any type of responsibility just in case something goes wrong, just in case something doesn't go according to how we think it should go. And in the end, we don't end up successful. So what I was really telling my leadership when I told them that our hope is that the aircraft are ready to go by the afternoon was that I had no plan. I had no ownership and I had no direction on what we were doing out on the flight line. And more importantly, the people who were working for me out on the flight line had no direction as well. We were literally leaving it up to chance and just hoping that we stumbled across success by the afternoon. And so what my colonel was trying to do when he told me not to have a hope, but have a plan, he was trying to build me into a person and a leader who takes ownership of a situation, develops a plan for action and then holds himself and his team accountable for the outcome. And that's where the difference between hope and a plan really shows through. Because a plan implies forethought. A plan implies that someone has sat down, they have charted out how they need to get from the starting point to the end point, and they've laid out specific actionable steps that they can take to get to success. And that becomes a little more scary because a person with a plan can now be held accountable to that plan to get to success. Now, someone can ask them, hey, how are you doing on your plan? Hey, how's that process going? See, it opens them up to a lot more responsibility as well as the potential for absolute failure. But the thing that we all need to remember is that people and organizations who operate on plans instead of hopes are the people and organizations that get things done they're the types of people who can make big things happen who can take an idea something that's very big and seems daunting and actually put it into action and make it happen to further drive this point home think about it from the colonel's perspective right sitting at the table while i was briefing him what kind of lieutenant would you rather have running your flight line someone who says our hope is that the aircraft can be ready by the afternoon or someone who says Our plan is to have the aircraft ready by two in the afternoon, and here are the things that we're doing about it. Obviously, it's the second person that you'd probably want running your flight line over the first one, and it's because they have a plan. It's because they took ownership of the situation and they actually put things in practice to get something done. Now, I wanna move to more of a personal application for this concept. But before we do that, I do wanna make one quick concession because I think it's really important that we all are on the same realistic page. You know, when I talked about saying the word hope, I mentioned that essentially all that we're doing is just leaving it up to chance and that hoping everything goes right. And I wanna be very clear that even if you have the most elaborate, well-laid out plan, there are still things out of your control that are going to happen, right? There are still things that are left up to chance that you just cannot control. The best plan can still go completely south if something doesn't go right that's out of your control. And so there's definitely nothing wrong with thinking that there are things outside of your control that are going to happen because it's very true. But just because that's true doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a plan and you shouldn't think about how you can mitigate some of those things to make you more successful. And that's why hope is not your strategy. It's not your strategy if you want to go do something big. It can't be your strategy if you want to go do something that you've never done before and you can't easily go accomplish. Well, now that we've covered that small concession that I think is really important, I want to start setting up the application for today because remember here on Big Things Done Podcast, it's not just a philosophical discussion. We talk about concepts and characteristics that you need in your life that you can put into practice immediately to start doing big things. And if you listen to episode number one, I asked you specifically during the application piece to start writing down what is your big thing and to even start putting more detail and more structure behind whatever your big idea is. And the reason for that was really because only when you start putting more detail and it becomes more real to you, will you actually be able to execute that and be able to start moving forward to accomplish whatever that is. But of course, just having a very well visualized and structured idea doesn't get you all the way to the finish line, right? There's a lot of things that you need to do between your big idea and actually realizing it and one of those things is becoming a person or becoming an organization that habitually operates on plans instead of hopes and we just covered why being someone who has a plan is very different from somebody who just has a hope but we often find ourselves in that hope category right we often find ourselves looking down the road of a daunting task and saying I don't really know if I can go do this. I hope we can, but I don't really know what we should go do. And so today's application is going to help you grow into that type of person or that type of organization who operates on plans instead of hopes. And so the application is kind of two parts today. And in the first part, I want you to identify the next two things that you need to go do to get your big thing done. Literally, the next two tasks that you have to go do, they can be super small, and in fact, they probably should be. Becoming a person who operates on plans instead of hopes means that you become a person who thinks critically about everything that you need to do to get from the starting point to the finish point. And that starts by analyzing every task that you need to do. So if you want to get in shape, right, your first task might be driving to the gym so you can get a membership. And your second task might be laying out what your workout plan is, right? In those two tasks, you didn't really do anything that had to do with a workout, right? You didn't lose any weight during those two tasks, but you took the first two steps towards accomplishing your big thing. You know, if you're trying to start your own business, your first step might be researching how do you build a website? And your second step might be how do I develop my product better? With those two steps individually, you didn't start your own business, you didn't start making money, but you started along the path towards your goal. And that's how you become somebody who executes on plans instead of hopes. And once you execute those two tasks, find the next two tasks and then start doing them and continue that process. And as you continue that process, your mindset will change to become focused on what do I need to do and what are the steps that I need to take to get from point A to point B. So the first part of the application is to identify your next two things that you have to go do to get your big thing done. However big or however small those tasks are, identify them and start going after them. And that's critical to building the habit of executing on plans as opposed to hope. The second part of the application today focuses more on the mindset or the mentality behind operating on plans versus hopes. And it's fairly simple. Whenever you're talking about whatever your big thing is, and whenever you're talking specifically about your journey, don't ever let yourself say, I'm hoping to do something only say I'm in the process or I'm planning on doing something. right? So This might look like if I'm trying to tell somebody about a business that I'm trying to start. Instead of saying, yeah, I'm hoping I can start my own business someday, I would say I'm in the process of starting my own business. Right? I'm planning on starting my own business. And the reason that's important goes back to what we talked about earlier with the difference between hope versus a plan. Right? A hope Implies that it's kind of just left up to chance. You have no direction, you have no accountability, and you don't have any action plans behind whatever you want to go do. A plan, on the other hand, implies that you've sat down and thought about and have actions that you can go do or are doing right now to go get that done. And this is powerful because now when you say process or plan, you are putting responsibility on yourself. To go make that happen, you're putting responsibility on you or your team to ensure that that plan is executed properly. So, the application for today is really two parts. Part one is identifying the next two things that you need to go do to start executing your big thing, whatever that may be. And part two of the application is to stop saying the word hope and start using plan or process instead. And when you start putting that application into practice, you are developing yourself and you're developing your team into someone who operates habitually on plans as opposed to a hope. You are becoming known as someone who can take an idea and turn it into action as opposed to just talking about it and never doing anything. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for content on episode number two. Guys, remember, hope is not your strategy. If you are serious about doing something big, you have to develop into somebody who habitually operates on plans as opposed to leaving it up to chance and saying, I hope something happens. As always, thank you guys very much for listening. Don't forget to check out the website, BigThingsDonePodcast.com. Follow me on Instagram. My handle is at A-G underscore glo. V-E-R. And also, if the content on these episodes has created value for you, I would really appreciate it if you could go on to iTunes and just click subscribe. That way we can not only boost the show's ratings, but also spread the word of what we're trying to do here at Big Things Done. Well, again, thanks for listening. And until next time, keep doing big things.